You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. This is the first of a two-part series featuring remarkable composer-lyricist William Finn, perhaps best known for falsettos and spelling bee. This program originally aired in 1981 and featured several rare recordings from groundbreaking shows like The Unproduced Jocks and In Trousers. When every night the set that's smart is intruding and nudist part is in studio, anything goes. I have in the studio today composer lyricists who I've known a long time and worked together with and actually was first on this program about three years ago. It's a man by the name of William Finn, and I said it earlier, his latest show, March of the Falsettos, uh, was awarded the Outer Critics Circle. Uh, best musical this year, and Bill's come on to a talk, and uh, we're going to play a little later on an excerpt, uh, a rather large portion of the newest recording of one of his shows, the original cast recording of March of the Falls. Fifteen Saturday. minutes. Fifteen Only minutes 15 exactly. Minutes. Welcome. That's the voice of Bill Finn, by the way. Uh, I thought before uh, we talk, Bill, we'll just start off with a little bit of your music to sort of change the tone here. That's fine, Paul. This is a song from Jocks, and. The short title is Heavy Objects, and the long title is... No, it pleases God that I lift heavy objects over my head. It was sung by a weightlifter in, in an unseen show called Jocks. It pleases God that I lift heavy objects. Raise them high, raise them higher over my head. I'm a silent man and an officer in God's battalion. Pleases God, pleases God that I lift heavy objects on my head. It pleases God. all my fun still i do expect god will be above me when it's finally done let him clap let him look at one day 
show with Adam Lefevre, who, in fact, the first time we got together to discuss the show, gave me that line, it pleases God that I lift heavy objects over my head. I said, oh, let's do a show, let's do a show. It, it might have been the best line in the show. <laughs> um, so That was Craig Lucas singing, right? Craig Lucas, right. And uh, I want to make sure we thank Hot House uh, Recording Studios, who provided uh, most of the recordings of jocks that we're going to be playing today. And the rest of the cast, why don't we just... Uh, it was Kay Pesek, Mary Testa, Allison Fraser, Tom Cuff, and Bill, you, you sang a bit yourself. I, I think I, I, I did, yes. Yes, you did. Um, you know, a lot of things have happened since uh, you were last on the program about three years ago. Uh, you have been serving, <laughs> perhaps the wrong verb, uh, residency at Playwrights Horizons. That's right. And uh, you've had, I guess, two productions of In Trousers since we talked. Uh, you mm -hmm. were just about to go into the, the main stage right, that's right. version. and. Uh, and, of course, March the Falsetto is your most recent show. I want to take you back to um, early days in New York when you were taking jocks around, which is one of perhaps your only unproduced show as far as I know. Well, taking it around is, is the wrong. It was done at the Public Theater. Uh, in, we auditioned at the Public Theater. That, uh, I was play-reading there. Oof. And uh, I'm glad that's over. Right. And, and they uh, didn't... Uh, well, not only did they not produce it, they barely recognized it as a work of anything. Uh, it was very unpleasant. And uh, then the, the Kennedy Center down in Washington said they were going to do it, and then they sent up people who were drunk, and they didn't do it. It was blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it just wasn't. It's not a very interesting story, and, and it's not, it doesn't have a happy ending. I, I don't see any reason. Right. It's, it's kind of typical of, of taking around a show in the city sometimes, though. I guess that's why I brought it up. Why don't we uh, just set up what the show's about as we play some of these songs? It's just about, uh, it, it, it's, it's, an, it's just some athletes in Ohio. The next song we're going to be playing uh, called When He Starts to Fall is a rather extenuated song. It has different portions to it. And, and the reason I wanted to play it was because 
it very much resembles what what I've in in just going from song to song and what I've come to do. And I've always looked at jocks. Thank goodness I could find something positive to say about it as as sort of an apprenticeship without a master. And I, I just wrote and wrote <clears throat> and wrote and wrote. And a lot of the things that I mean, I think it was necessary right. to have done that. Okay, this is. Uh as you said, a, a, yes. an extended section from Jock's called When He Starts. Wait, Mary, it's with uh, Mary Testa, Allison Frazier, Kay Pesek, Tom Cuff, and, and myself. Again. Okay. Right. Are you on the piano in these recordings? Bill? Unfortunately, I am. Yes, the clomps. The clomps when you hear me clomp. <laughs> okay. When He Starts to Fall from Jock's. When the body fails, he pales, then he looks up his sleeve. He tries to retrieve what he's lost. He'll never find the thing he lost, the thing he lost. He'll never find but what he's a man. He'll stand at the day. He'll see something shining. If a man looks away. Stops to unwind. She wants more and 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 more. He'll sing till the end. He'll sing out of prison. If a man looks away. Stop in your 
That was when he starts to fall and featured the company who, uh, <laughs> how would you say it? First sang jocks, even though it wasn't produced. Well, I, I was singing with the, the people. I was singing with Kay Pesic, Mary Testa, and Alison Frazier for about uh, three years, or about two years, really, before we got any public performances. They'd just come over to my apartment, and we'd disturb my neighbors and uh, try to live. It, it was... Uh, if it weren't if it weren't for they, I'm I'm, I'm sure I wouldn't still be writing. They're yeah. the only things that kept me writing. And then when I'd stop writing, they'd call me up and say, um, "Let's rehearse." And so I'd write something just to rehearse, and and I'd get back to writing. It's the only. We talked a lot about that last time you hear about just trying to keep yourself going while you're first trying to get your your first work on in the city, but. Uh, you have to. You're if required it to do. For them, pardon me. I can't believe if I said if it weren't for they, if it weren't for them. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. We know you're. I'm an English major. No, I, I can't. No, I can't do it. Uh, we uh, have another uh, sort of small section from Jocks, from a piece called "Are You Really Committed to Saving Buddy?" You want to set that up, Bill? Yeah. Um, it, uh, it's again one of these extended, extended songs. Um, these cheerleaders are stripping in the middle of the field, don't ask me why, and uh, one of them decides she can't do it, and there's another guy telling a joke to this guy who's dying, buddy, and that's you're getting a hint of why it wasn't put on. I mean, people were <laughs> dropping like flies, and so just just listen to it. We'll see. If, right, uh, just just to remind uh, those who uh It is Kate Pesek who's singing now, I think. Right, Kate Pesek sings the major part of it, and, and Bill Finn is also featured in this. Uh, performance of Are You Really Committed to Saving Buddy? And Jocks uh, took place in New Stark, Ohio, and was about basically about the vicissitudes of, of, of a football team and its cheerleaders and players. That's right. Team doesn't mean that much here, Dad. Town doesn't mean that much here, Dad. I thought you hated this town. We decided to give it a second Body Okay, buddy, here's the joke. So they get married, they're on their honeymoon, she's waiting, says, come on, come on, come on, come on. Doesn't know what to do. She so goes to the mother, he's a real mama's boy. She says, mama, tell me please, please, what should I do? She says, put your most prized possession where she pees. So he puts his bowling ball in the toilet. That, that's the end of the joke, buddy. What do you mean saving the town? What do you mean saving the world? I'm standing naked in the middle of the field. How do I know? 
around neck, but go no further, and she fears that she's a virgin. Yes, that's me, and I will probably be for years. I'm standing naked in the middle of the field. How do I look? How do I feel? Stupid, naked, and scared. Now I'm putting on my bra. Someone help me with my bra, please. Now I'm putting on my sock. A tree, a jock, a jock, a jock. She's standing naked in the middle of the field. I'm standing naked in the middle now of the, the field. I'd probably die somewhere in the gutter or kill myself without a revolver. But we all gotta grow up, and now's my time to say I am sorry. I am so sorry, but this I cannot do. So I say to you now, with respect that my clothes are being put back on, you shouldn't be mad. Why is no one talking to me? No one ever listened to me. I was always odd man out. No one listened to me. You gotta listen to me. You must listen to me. Listen to me! I, I just, that always amused me, and that, that's the only reason I wanted to play. Um, was, are you really committed to saving Buddy? And, and Kay's now a missionary in Illinois or something. Is she really? Yeah. <laughs> she was also one of the first, she also was the first group that started to form in trousers as well. Yes, she was the high school sweetheart. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quite wonderful. You're listening to Anything Goes with guest songwriter William Finn. We have one more song from uh, Jocks, which was Bill Finn's unproduced musical, uh, written in, I guess it was 77. This no, well, is, it was really written in like 75. It was started taking it around in 74. You wrote that just after you'd finished at Williams, right? Just after I got out of college, right. Uh-huh. The uh, This last song is We Play Ball, and it's the finale. It moves me terribly. <laughs> just play it. There's nothing to say about it. All right. We play ball one for all, all for one for new star. In the end, we remember we 
We play ball from William Finn's show Jocks, which uh, unfortunately wasn't produced. I don't think it's so unfortunate. Well, I think it was. Good riddance. (laughs) Maybe four years ago it would have been. Four years, it would have been very nice. <laughs> the uh, just just to uh, thank the cast one more time, uh, the recordings you heard featured uh, William Finn himself at the piano and singing, Mary Testa, Kay Pesic, uh, Alison Fraser, Tom Cuff, and Craig Lucas. I think I got them all. Thanks. Bill, how long after uh, Jocks, you know, sort of fell through that you went into writing in trousers? Well, I, I took a, a long hiatus, and I was seriously considering becoming a doctor at that time one of the, the many times I've seriously considered becoming a doctor. What kind of doctor? Uh, I, I hadn't decided. I didn't think that was important. I just wanted to be called doctor. And I didn't want to be an academic doctor. I wanted to be a doctor doctor so I could like do something with my life instead of writing unproduced musicals, which is, you know, you it's talk- the worst thing anyone can do with his life. So uh, I, I had pretty much taken off about eight months, I think, and then... Mary Kay and Allison started calling individually and, and then collectively. And so I started writing songs. Um, and one, I had a 105 temperature when one, one of them called. I don't remember whom. And uh, I wrote Marvin's Giddy Seizures or, or Marvin's Giddy Seizures, Marvin Needs Love. He needs love, he needs love, he needs love. And uh, that was the first song I wrote for it. Was that the first song you ever wrote with the character Marvin in mind? That was, um, and I had no idea that Marvin was anyone I would uh, follow up on, but it was just a name I liked, and I just thought it was going to be, you know, a song. And they came over, we sang it, and I said, ah, it's like Judy Garland, Mickey Rooney, let's make a musical. So it was done in my apartment, and it was very hot at the end of the summer, very, very hot, and there wasn't nearly enough room for people who came to see it, and... Uh, you did all the, uh, what they call, backers auditions in your apartment, didn't you? Well, they weren't... Yeah, they were backers auditions. I really didn't expect anything to come of them, you know. I, I thought pretty much this was my life. Uh, I was going to write unsuccessful musicals. And um, all of a sudden, it happened. Ira Weitzman came to see it, uh, encouraged by Andre Bishop, who had seen Jocks, who's the artistic director of Playwrights Horizons, and Ira saw it and offered me a spot at Playwrights Horizons. Right. And we did in Trousers there. And you were the first show of Playwrights Horizons series on uh, musicals. A uh, new musical series, right. Right. And I've seen uh, three productions of In Trousers. It's, it's had uh, three separate productions in New York. The first was that production we were talking about upstairs at Playwrights Horizons, and then when that was a, a very successful effort, it moved down, sta- uh, down to their main stage, and then it was uh, revived recently at the second stage, and every time I've seen it, it, it's massively changed. And I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. And I thought we almost got it right the last time. I think uh, if the production had been better and the actors were quite fine, it wasn't. Uh, it was just a, a miserable production. And if I, I think the writing is all there, is that and, the way the show is going to stay now? Do you think? Well, I'm going to write a new opening number, I think. But pretty much, Jim mm. Lapine will direct it. Which, which brings up the question, you, you called March of the Falsettos a new, uh, another Marvin musical or a new Marvin, Marvin musical. musical. Yes. Uh, you at one time had told me that this was meant to be a trilogy. Is that going to happen? Well, I, I guess so, yeah. I figured, you know, I've done two, and 
Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. Right. When I can decide what the third's going to be about, I'll write. Just to, to show how, how things change in your work, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about one song, which is a song that ended up being called Set Those Sails, but when, when I was with you on the production, it was called Lady Feels No Shame. Can you just focus on why a song Lady Feels, called Lady Feels No Shame became Set Those Sails? The show was very much like Review when, when it was done originally. It, it was about kind of the sexual uh, vicissitudes of, of Marvin and of these three ladies. And what I tried to do eventually was, was to make it a cohesive whole and, and tell a story. Um, it also switches in time. And I was trying to do this without dialogue and anything, everything. But the first time, I wasn't really concerned with trying to make it a whole. I just wanted people to hear the music, and I just wanted them to say, isn't he talented, and isn't that wonderful? And when that happened, I said, well, this isn't enough. Uh, it might have been, in fact. I mean, for what it was. It wasn't a whole. It was a review. Right. It was an educated review, and I uh, wasn't doing this to write educated reviews, so I changed it, and it got me into a lot of trouble and uh, precipitated an enormous depression. But why don't you play the first Lady Feels No Shame, which s stopped the show cold, and I Absolutely. pretty much dropped it. And Mary Tester was seeing it and being a real trooper. I said, how are you doing? She said, oh, fine. I just have nothing to live for anymore. So I rewrote <laughs> the lyrics. Uh, to set those sails and still stop the show, but we had to put it closer up front. It, um, yeah, to make more sense of the lyric that you rewrote for it. Right, know. it became part of the. But so what? Go ahead and okay. play. Okay, this will. You'll hear now uh, a section uh, of the original lyric, which was called "Lady Feels No Shame." It's an embarrassing lyric, by the way. "Lady Feels No Shame" is just uh, gross. Only once again in Bill's opinion, but uh, "Lady Feels No Shame" was recorded by David Rapkin, uh, and this is Mary Testa performing with Alison Fraser and Joanna Green in the background. And uh, then you'll hear two songs from the original cast recording of In Trousers, uh, My High School Sweetheart, followed by the new version of Lady Feels No Shame, Set Those Sails. A person has his wants and needs. A 
I'm not a greedy person. He says I'm just ridiculous. My high school sweetheart is a too ridiculous sweetheart. Who's a person? He's a person. He's a person. I'm a person. He's a person. I'm a person. He's a person. She's a person. I'm a person. I'm a person. I'm a person. I'm a person. Marvin loves Miss Goldberg. I love Miss Goldberg. She cast me in her play. She gave me words to say. Made me what I am today. I am Columbus. Columbus. King of the ocean. Columbus. Go ahead, play Columbus. Stop begging. Stop making me crazy, Marvin. Crazy Marvin. I love the way Marvin acts. I do. Do not make faces and do not undo the facts. Relax, 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 relax. Go ahead, play Columbus. Stop begging. Stop making me crazy, Marvin. Crazy Marvin. I love the way Marvin acts. I do. She cast me in her play. She gave me words to say. Made me what I am today. I am Columbus. Columbus, king of the ocean. Hungry and the appetite of young men counts for all. 
better than anything that shows uh, what a good orchestrator can do. The, the orchestrations were done by Michael Sterman, who uh, did March the Falsettos and uh, has made himself, unfortunately, indispensable to me. He's uh, an extraordinary orchestrator, and, and I, I think, you know, with Ralph Burns and, and Jonathan Tunick, th those three are probably the best in the city. I, 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 I'm I'm so enormously fortunate. It 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 can't be overestimated, uh -huh. underestimated. And uh, the recordings that you heard from In Trousers featured the original cast. Um, recording, uh, uh, Chip Zion played Marvin, Mary Testa, Allison Fraser, and John Green were the ladies who. Chip Zion, who's so wonderful in uh, March of the Falsettos, and Allison Fraser also. Right. You uh, probably more than than anyone else I know have carried your cast through. I, it makes sense considering that it's another Marvin musical, but. Uh, You've stuck with a, a lot of the same people. Well, I like them a lot, you know, so... It's good to find those, those kind of people. You've been listening to part one of a two-part series with talented composer-lyricist William Finn. Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.